What's up guys, I am back with you and I am super stoked for this episode. It's actually something really special. This is a story that my dad has been telling my family for years. And so I was really stoked when he agreed to share it with our audience. So I hope that you will appreciate the story as we have over the years. Uh, there's a lot to this story, right? So there's some funny things and then there's some kind of eerie, spooky things, but I think you'll get a kick out of it, so let's get into it. One, two, three, four. to true story bro this is blake here with you i'm half of your hosts brandon is not here with me today but i do have a special guest of my own my dad is here go ahead and say hey to the people hey to the people <laughs> we're going to get him in here to tell a true story he's got several stories but I think he's got one in mind that he wants to share with our audience, and I think it's one that you guys are going to find interesting. You're going to tell us a little bit about the uh, the witch that you met, huh? Well, uh, she was purported to be a witch. Um, I'll let your audience decide whether or not maybe they think she was or wasn't. Well, why don't you take us through just kind of from the start? And we'll start at the beginning. Okay, well, how we ever came to know about this lady, I, I'm not certain. Um, the time frame was, I don't know, circa 1982, somewhere in that 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 time. But um, uh, the lady was named Kitty Kathy, and people from around the Coffee County, Bedford County area here in Tennessee. Um, around my age may have been familiar with her. She lived on the back side of Normandy Lake, um, actually on a, a road called Kathy Ridge Road. Um, her house sat maybe 40 yards back off the road in a, in a wooded lot. Um, it was just a, an older wood frame house, one level, and it was split uh, in half like the the walkway in front of the house also split down the middle so you know if you were on the front porch you could actually follow the porch between two halves of the house one on the left one on the right like a duplex kind of like a duplex but it, you know she she inhabited both sides i'm sure now when we went to see her and we went uh twice uh she was only um in, in the first room on the left and it was the only room that was lit up in the house and so it was kind of a scary um, setting when you would go now what we had heard in, to begin with is that uh, she was a witch and that if you pulled up and you, you you beeped your horn she'd come out on the front porch and she would ask you if you were going to come in or not um, 
if if you chickened out and decided to leave, the word was is that she would shake her broom at you and, and put a curse on you. Uh, if you did go in, well, there was some protocol after that too. So, so here's what happened. Um, we went. With, this is my best friend Randy and his wife and and the girl that I was dating at the time. We decided to go out there one night, and uh, it was a summer night. It was dark, and sure enough, we we pulled up and and tooted the horn, and she came out. And I'm telling you, the girls did not want to go in. And you were, you were how old at the time? I would have been uh, 19, 20, somewhere in that age. So how did the conversation, do you think, go for you guys to decide that you were going to go out there? I mean... Well, I, I, again, it's been 40 years, so the details of, of even how we came to know about her is, is kind of sketchy in my mind. Right. But... We had, you know, we convinced the girls to go out with us. So <laughs> there we were, and um, we convinced the girls to get out. And, and we had heard that when you went in, you had to sign some kind of registry. So uh, she walked us into the uh, front room. Now, let me take a minute to kind of describe her, if I could. She had to have been in her 80s at the time. She was maybe five foot two, something like that. Uh, she had she, white skin. Um, she had white hair pulled up in a bun. Mm. No makeup or anything like that. A real looker, you say? Uh, well, she's she was she was an old lady. Um, Praise God. <laughs> but she had a black dress that was uh, a tight collar around her neck you know and then it was arm length and it stopped about her ankles and it seemed like she had black shoes on so I mean you know she she was what you thought she would look like um, if you were thinking you were gonna find a witch exactly yeah exactly so we go in and we have to sign this registry when I say registry it's just a spiral notebook and it was funny because we saw people that were signed in there like uh, Ronald Reagan Eddie Van Halen, um, maybe uh, um, Ozzy Osbourne. And just so like people obviously not putting their real names. Right, right. So everybody was kind of uh, of shady in that way. (laughs) Went by an alias. Went by an alias, yeah. So we went in there and uh, she began to ask us questions, you know, like... um, if we had, I remember one question being, if we'd ever seen visions, and um, the conversation went from there to a vision that she had had as a child. Apparently, she had grown up on in that part of the world, and uh, she said she was down by a creek, and she saw two little girls uh, at the creek dressed in white, and then she said uh, a gentleman came up. And she knew him to be a general because of the he was wearing a Confederate uni- uniform, and and we kind of joked and we asked her if she remembered his name, and uh, she said she thought his name was Horton, and we asked her if she thought maybe it was Henry Horton <laughs> from the park over uh, in in Murray County or wherever Marshall County, but uh, anyhow. Something came up about her having some uh, oil on her land, and 
and we told her that we knew some people who might be interested in, in talking to her about the oil on her land. So uh, the whole visit was, you know, I think she got to dancing around at one point and singing and might have done a little tooting uh, <laughs> while she was dancing. But And that ain't slang for cocaine, baby. No, no, she was farting. Uh, but... Uh, we, we ended up leaving there. Uh, no harm, no foul, I guess you could say. But uh, it was the second visit that, that was a little more telling. So you guys decided to go on back. We <coughs> did, and we did it under the pretense, uh, or we went back because we talked about the oil thing. So we had incorporated a friend of ours from over in uh, Manchester, his parents owned the Dairy Queen over in Manchester, and he drove a um, a convertible, and I don't know what type of car it was, but other than it was a convertible. And and what we did was we dressed him up like um, an Arab sheik, um, and then we convinced uh, Randy's wife at the time and uh, my girlfriend, we convinced them to uh, dress in their bikinis and wrap a towel around them, their waist and put veils around their faces to hide their 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 mouths and mm, that's that cultural appropriation. <laughs> well, they were going to be part of the harem for this chic, and then Randy and I had we put on our cutoff uh, shirts and we were going to be the muscle and we we were like bodyguards to the chic and we wore sunglasses and and we set out back over to visit Kitty Kathy again. But uh, I don't know how much time it transpired between our first visit and our second visit, but um, on the second visit, we, you know, same protocol, pulled up, tooted the horn. Uh, Kitty Kathy comes out and asks, are you coming in or not? And sure, we get out and she's all excited. She, she's very animated this time about, um, the way we looked. So when we walked in to sign the register, the sheik signed his name, some some Arabic type name, uh, and the girls, we, we made them sign their names and symbols. And uh, she wanted to know what that was about, what 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 kind of name was that. And, and we explained to her that in the sheik's culture, that women were less than dogs and that they didn't have a name. <laughs> That's how we get canceled, just right at the start of this show. Yeah, well, we uh, we almost got canceled right then and there. She got pretty upset over that. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say she was a feminist, but she was a woman before her time. Uh, to be as old as what she was, she was not very uh, conventional uh, because she, she put up quite a, uh, a, a battle, at least verbally, to us and said that those girls should be able to speak and 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 we decided unless she was going to kick us out right then and there that maybe we needed to let them talk and hey a quick disclaimer here my father you know big on women's rights <laughs> does not think that about women <laughs> no not at all not at all uh remember this was all a big ruse though and uh we were there to convince her that the sheik wanted to buy her land because he had heard that there was some oil on it. Uh, we never referenced back to our previous visit. As a matter of fact, we, we went 
in disguise, thinking that she would never recognize us from a previous visit. But that didn't really go according to plan. Not at all. Not at all. And this is where I think the story gets interesting. And um, right in the middle of, of having a conversation, she walks over to my friend Randy and reaches up to his hair. And he's red-haired, right? He's got a red head. And she grabs a lock of his hair and just snaps it off his head and looks him dead in the eye, full lucidity, and says, you've been here before. (laughs) Everybody freaked out. And so, did you, I mean, I just kind of imagine, like, I would just run out of the house at that point. Is that... Well, we we made up some reason, and again, 40 years ago, I don't remember specifically, but we made up some reason why we had to leave. Well, she wasn't digging it. She didn't like it, and she she was upset that we were leaving. And as we were getting in the car, guess what was happening? She was shaking her broom. She was shaking the broom at us. So we knew she was placing a curse on us, or at least that was what we understood would happen. Do you think she knew, like, she was being had at that point? I think she figured it out. Yeah, like, you guys were kind of trying to make her the butt of the joke at this point. Yeah, but here's what happened next. This This was the kicker. We lived probably... 15 to 20 miles back into town away from where Kitty Kathy lived. And uh, when we left, remember we're in a convertible and we didn't get, man, not even a quarter mile away and a cat runs out across the road. Now my friend Randy is is, uh, driving and so he swerves and then he overcorrects and we're like in and out almost of these ditches between the between the, the lanes and it's just a you know an old county road. Yeah, not a good place to have a wreck. If you're not a, have no, one. no street lights, anything like that. Um, and here here's the deal: before we got back to his house and, and her house at Randy and his wife, uh, we counted something like eight or so cats that crossed in front of the vehicle on the way back to town. Wow. And and the last one was this. We got out and and the way Randy's driveway, really didn't have a driveway, it was just like a pull-up spot right off the road and then there was a a, um, sidewalk that led up to his front steps. And uh, as we were walking up the sidewalk, another cat came in behind him and and not speaking bad of of the dead because my friend Randy has passed away but he put a solid boot to that cat because we were so freaked out about that so um, you know I've heard a lot of people talk about Kitty Kathy since and you know I, I, I always felt kind of bad that maybe we were just harassing him an older woman, uh, but I'll let you decide. The whole cat thing that happened afterwards, the whole thing about her pulling that hair out of his head. Yeah, and shaking the broom at you, like that's what you had heard about, and then that's what happened, and then you kinda, 
had this eerie if 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 only a coincidence it was certainly an eerie coincidence right after after she did that so i imagine that kind of scared you straight as far as going and messing with kitty kathy huh um may have gone back one more time with with some with some other people but but yeah yeah definitely um was one that i remember and and i i i don't think i'll ever forget so i know you say i'll leave it to you and i think that the listeners will make up their own mind either way but i think it would be compelling to hear what you think do you think that it was a coincidence or do you have some uh some inclination towards thinking that it was supernatural somehow you know i i i I do um and i'm not going to say that it was necessarily well i'm not going to say it wasn't nefarious uh or you know that she wasn't trying to malign us in some kind of way I, i really can't say one way or the other but you know, I just it was just the other day that I was writing this story down, you know, so I could remember it. And um, I did some looking on the internet about Kitty Kathy. And there was a story written um, out of Manchester by a woman who was a school teacher who grew up near Kitty Kathy on Kathy Ridge Road. And she talked about Kitty Kathy being like an like an old school, maybe horticulturist or something like that, that that she probably knew every plant and every tree and every leaf in the woods. And uh, she said this about it, that Kitty was quoted as to saying that there were both good plants in the in the forest and bad plants in the forest mm. that there were plants like poison ivy that would make you itch and there were other plants that would relieve the itch of scratch poison that I, itch. I, yeah. exactly so i'm thinking to myself you know if you start thinking about witchcraft in terms of 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 maybe maybe she grew up in it maybe she was taught you know these these what are you whether they're called dark arts you know people say they're bad witches good witches or whatever but i do think that it was too coincidental that night about the cats crossing the road um and the whole shaking the broom uh thing uh for it not to have been conjured up in some way how about that well, I guess we will leave it at that. And, man, honestly, she sounds kind of like a Hufflepuff to me, if we're being honest. <laughs> but we uh, we appreciate you coming on here and sharing your story. And uh, if you're if you're at home listening, sounds like you might be able to go online and, and look up Kitty Kathy and maybe get a little more information if it's something that, you know, makes you makes you want more so you know maybe go give that a go give that a look uh, until next time we appreciate you